Thank you for joining us with Start With Seven. We start every weekday with seven minutes alone with God. We hope you'll find a place in a time where you can be alone and still and focused. If you're able, we hope you have a Bible in your hand. And we want to spend a few minutes fixing our thoughts on the greatness of God. So the next seven minutes, we'll have some guided time through a verse of Scripture, some prayer time, and then some opportunities to follow up with next steps in your devotional pursuit of the Lord. So let's begin. Start with seven today. Take a moment to be still and silent. Remove any distractions. Begin to meditate, fixing your thoughts on the greatness of God. Maybe some very real things in your life have come into your mind that would distract you from spending time alone with God. Why don't you say, God, I choose to leave these things with you for a moment, begin to fix my thoughts only on you. meditate through the scriptures, we consider slowly what God was saying then and what he's saying to us now. And then we pray these things back into our life, back to the Lord. We spent a year in the Psalms. Now we're spending a year in the Proverbs chapter 18 today, continuing in verse 23. If you have a Bible in hand, that's ideal. If not, I'll read it for you. Verse 23 says, a poor man pleads for mercy, but a rich man answers harshly. A poor man pleads for mercy, but a rich man answers harshly. Solomon is the king. God asked him what he wanted when he became king, and instead of riches or fame or power, he asked for wisdom, and God gave it to him. And then God gave him other things as well. God gave Solomon much wealth, much influence, much power, much authority, And here Solomon says, a rich man answers harshly. Solomon is not necessarily saying that every rich man is harsh and every poor man is weak. He is speaking about the general condition of people who are poor and people who are rich. Solomon is not denigrating the poor. He speaks often about helping the poor. And he's not putting down the rich. He himself is, and he uses his wealth often for good things. Here he says, a poor man pleads for mercy. He's saying people who are genuinely really poor, they're not able to meet their own needs. They have to plead for mercy. They're dependent upon others. A couple of perspectives here that we should pray according to this verse. First, we should have mercy on the poor. Jesus speaks of this often. A poor man pleads for mercy, and we should give it to them. Our perspective of how people have abused it or why they're poor, we should get to Jesus' perspective very quickly. The prayer would be, Jesus, would you adjust my perspective of wealth and poverty, of rich and poor people, 
would I see every person the way you want me to see them? Jesus, because you taught on this so much, how do you want me to care for the poor? You've told me to. So how, as a follower of Jesus, do you want me to care for the poor? Am I doing that? How do you want me to do that? A poor man pleads for mercy, but a rich man answers harshly. That a rich man doesn't really care what other people think. He's not needing anything from people. So a proclivity of people who don't need things from other people might be that we would be harsh or uncaring. So we would need to pray against this. Jesus, thank you that I have much in this world, but would it not cause my heart to be hard against other people? Would I not be someone who answers people harshly, that is uncaring about other people? I pray that my heart would be soft, even though you've given me much wealth. Verse 24, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. It seems to be that the pursuit of many people is to have a lot of fame, a lot of followers, but there's no security in that, Solomon says here. And everybody wanted to say that they were Solomon's friend. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but he's telling his sons, the better thing is to have a close friend who sticks closer to you than a brother. It's better to have a few people who are your close friends than many, many companions. The value is in the depth of these relationships. I think we could pray a couple of things along the lines of this verse. God, would you give me good friends? Would I be a good friend? Would I cultivate great friendships with people? Thank you for close friendships. Help me be a great friend and have great friends. these verses together now. God, thank you that you've given us much in this world. I pray that we who have much in this world would love other people. We wouldn't be harsh or uncaring, but we would be compassionate and merciful and gracious. I pray that we who are poor in this world would learn how to live the ways that you've called us to. I pray that we would have great friendships and that we would be a great friend. Teach us how to cultivate relationships in this world in the ways of Jesus. We love you. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for Start With Seven. My name is Jason Shepard, and I enjoy spending time with people as we're pursuing loving Jesus more, knowing his word, living our life for him. We hope that Start With Seven is a start that you will spend even more time with God throughout your day. There's a link attached here where you can find more resources for reading your Bible, growing in your faith, understanding who God is more, and sharing him with other people. We look forward to joining this journey with you together. Have a great day.